Welcome to Sash Says, a podcast providing insightful conversations, connecting pageants, people, and purpose, where we believe in wearing your invisible crown, walking in grace, and leaving a little sparkle wherever you go. And now, here's your host, business owner, beauty queen, speaker, pageant coach, and all-around Southern Belle, Leah Hatter. Thank you so much, Dan, for that wonderful introduction. Hi, Queens. This is Leah, the host of Sash Says Podcast. And I am so excited to welcome a new friend of mine from all the way up in the great state of New Hampshire. Her name is Heather, and she has stopped by today to tell us all about her involvement within the Miss New Hampshire Scholarship uh, Program, Scholarship Organization. And she holds a local title within the Miss New Hampshire America system. Heather, thank you so much uh, for logging on and chatting with me today. This is, this is going to be really fun. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be representing the current state today. Absolutely. Well, Heather, I have never been to the state of New Hampshire before, and I might have some listeners who may not be as familiar with what all goes on within the state of New Hampshire. So would you mind telling us just a few fun facts about your state and maybe the region that you're representing this year? So one of the places that I'm representing, so I'm from our capital city, which is Concord, New Hampshire. And it is probably one of my favorite places uh, because even though it's the capital city, it's a fairly small town and Main Street is probably one of the greatest places because you have all of these little shops and then right in the middle there, you have our state house and there's always something going on on the front lawn. And though COVID's even had some restrictions, you know, with social distancing, there's always some kind of get together and every Saturday there's a farmer's market and there's always that kind of hometown feel. And yeah, that is one of the great parts about New Hampshire, I think. <laughs> sure. So uh, I know that you live in Concord. You said, did I say that correctly? Uh, Concord, a little bit more. <laughs> the er, the er sound. So Concord, <laughs> Concord, New Hampshire. Um, tell us a little bit about where you like to visit whenever you're not hanging out in Concord. Like what's a favorite vacation spot of yours? One of my favorite vacation spots is a little bit further north in Wolfboro, New Hampshire, up in our beautiful lakes region. Uh, even in the winter when it's absolutely freezing outside, uh, the water is just absolutely beautiful. And in the fall, you can see all the leaves turning. And in the summer, it's a beautiful place to swim. And it's just absolutely gorgeous up there. Absolutely. I've got to uh, put New Hampshire on my places to visit list. Heather, because unfortunately I have not been to the great state of New Hampshire yet. I've heard some good things about it. And so I definitely would love to go visit Concord. <laughs> As you said, Concord. And um, of course, visit that beautiful vacation spot. I mean, you can't beat a woodsy area with pretty leaves in the fall. I mean, how is it really, really gorgeous whenever you get up there and you're just sipping your coffee and just watching the, the leaves change? It absolutely is because leaves change everywhere in the Northeast, but something about in New Hampshire, the leaves get really red in some areas and the oranges and oh, it's absolutely beautiful. So Heather, what local title are you representing within this upcoming uh, Miss New Hampshire 
America program and why did you pursue the title? So I currently hold the title of Miss Manchester and I chose to pursue it for a few reasons. Uh, one of them being Manchester is the queen city of New Hampshire. And I knew that it would be really beneficial for my platform to be somewhere where uh, the city was just so big and there were so many people that I would be able to reach with my, with my platform, with my social impact initiative. And the second reason is that my family is originally from Manchester. And I just thought it would be absolutely so cool and amazing to be able to hold the title where all my family is initially from dating back to when we very first uh, came here. My family dates back here to a very long time ago. And yeah. my grandmother was originally from here. So to be able to hold the title of Miss Manchester and be able to tell my grandmother that because she's such a dear person to me, uh, just feels really amazing to be able to do. Uh, my social impact initiative this year is called We Are Not a Number Project 42. And the whole idea behind it is that uh, the number 42 represents the amount of homeless LGBTQ youth. Um, and the amount of LGBTQ youth in total represents about 7% of youth as a whole. So when you compare that number to the amount of youth in total that are homeless, that's a very disproportionate number. And if you look at the amount of kids who are homeless because they've been kicked out, that's about 22%. So especially when you get up here in New Hampshire, there's not many places for those kids to go. They don't have many resources here, especially as you move up into the North country. So my goal behind this initiative is to start building resources for them where they'll be able to know where they can go. So my time this year has really been spent trying to get one resource, one pamphlet where they can just go and find it and know this is where I can go for healthcare. This is where I can go to find shelter. So that's really where I've been putting in my time this year. When you mentioned that you want to provide resources, Heather, um, are these like tangible resources? So uh, from the outside, there are many ways people can help. Uh, one just being in tangible way, uh, donating to things like Goodwill and Salvation Army so that these kids are able to uh, have clothing and things of that nature. Um, donating to food pantries in local areas so they're able to have food. Um, in a less tangible way, uh, one of the biggest things that people can do that I think is really underestimated is sort of working on this idea of acceptance and working with, when you work with kids, I think people misunderstand how often people work with kids in society. You don't have to be a teacher to work with kids. Everybody interacts with kids on a day-to-day -day basis. So being friendly towards kids, understanding that if you work in a grocery store, if you work in a bank, you're going to see kids wherever you go. So being friendly towards them, helping them understand that even if you're not directly within their inner circle as a teacher or as a parent, you're interacting with them to some degree. So by being friendly to them and by providing them with some type of interaction that's not hostile, you are becoming a resource for them to maybe help them understand that not everybody is against them. So that is one really big way that does not require any sort of monetary 
interaction. But if people do feel that they can provide monetary interaction, again, uh, donating any sort of clothes to places previously mentioned, helping out at food pantries um, are really great ways. So why was this one the one that you chose to represent this year? I mean, why, why is it so important to you? There are so many reasons. Uh, one of them being on a very, very personal note, um, being part of the community myself, it's always uh, a struggle because you never really stop coming out when you're part of the community. So there's always almost this constant fear that you live in of you never really know if you're going to be accepted. You never really know if, if your parents will accept you and sometimes they don't. And when you come to that realization of you don't know if your family will accept you as an adult that heavily impacts you but as when you're a child it impacts you more because you're still so reliant on them and that really hit me when i realized how lucky i was that my parents did accept me because my friends were not so lucky i had friends in high school who were on and off other people's couches at 15 and 16 years old because their parents didn't accept who they were with their gender identity and with their sexual identity. And I just, it made me feel, I don't even know if there's a word for it because to not have anywhere to go. And then on top of that, to not have the proper resources in an education facility like a high school, and then to not know where to go uh, for health resources when you're transgender and a child, I use child loosely, adolescent. And that really hit with me. So this social impact really means a lot to me. And my goal is to continue building upon it and building upon it and to provide more and more resources, hopefully not just within a pamphlet, but then to continue building. The end goal here is to have a transgender homeless shelter for children and adolescents within the state of New Hampshire. That's really the end goal here. <laughs> um, it's going to take some time, <laughs> obviously, but that's really the end goal here because it's a very tricky topic and it's a very rough place to be in, but it really hit home for me to watch others be in that position and realize that that really could have been me. We'll be right back with Sash Says right after these messages. Ring on. Shannon Lynch and I am Miss Earth USA Air 2020 and you are listening to Sash Says. Welcome back to Sash Says with your host Leah Hatter. It's pronounced Leah not Leah. She's not a princess. She's a queen baby. Some people think, well, beauty queens, all they do is have their picture taken and they ride in a parade float. And, you know, it's just kind of all about the glitz and glam. 
I mean, why did you step out into the pageant world and start doing all of these things? Or Heather, did you grow up in the pageant world? Uh, I did not grow up in the pageant world. Uh, I fell into it on accident, uh, a very lucky accident. Really? <laughs> Yes, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, her name's Amelia, uh, who is currently a title holder in the program as well. Uh, she ended up uh, telling me about the program when I was a sophomore in high school, when I was competing in the teen program. And I ended up really liking it. And I continued on with it when I realized that the Miss America program is not what I thought it was. Um, it is definitely more of a job than what the media and a lot of the negative people make it out to be. The pageant world definitely gets a bad rap, as I'm sure you know as well. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of negativity uh, related to pageantry. I mean, I've Heather, I've been involved in the, I say the pageant world, I've been involved in pageants since 2002. And every year, it, it seems like I hear more and more about how they're horrible and how people who participate are just wasting their time and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that statement. Yeah, and the more that I continued on with the program, especially the Miss New Hampshire program, I realized that they were not uh, trying to be a, a beauty pageant. They were very heavily focused on this idea of a scholarship program and they were very focused and continue to be very focused on being a job and a scholarship program. And because of that, they, they kept that very clear and be, and I was able to focus on my goal of my social impact. And so whenever people would be like, Oh, well, how are you going to focus on that? If isn't your main job to kind of stand there and look pretty and take photos. I was like, if that was the job, I would be so much less stressed out with everything That'd going on. <laughs> this would be so much easier and so many more people would do pageants. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if that was it, well, local level, it seems like they have y'all very involved in your community and you're out speaking and you're making appearances. I mean, didn't you just have like a state Zoom meeting earlier where you were able to talk with the different uh, contestants who are competing this year and uh, have you been able to make any friends so far within this competing class? Oh my goodness so many it is uh, we call it a sisterhood and when I originally joined the program and everyone was like oh my goodness it's a sisterhood it's a sisterhood I was like mm -hmm. <laughs> okay all right this seems a little seems like a little much I don't know yeah, check it out first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, the more I spend time with everybody, it it really becomes a natural bond. And it really fell into this sisterhood. And there are 25 uh, uh, local titles that are going to that go to Miss New Hampshire. And it all 25 of us are really like there's not one of them that I would not drop everything for and go help and that I don't sure. genuinely love dearly and people ask me all the time they're like yeah okay but 
there's got to be some type of like cattiness. It's the pageant world. We've, we've watched toddlers and TRs, we know. And I'm like, no, it's really <laughs> not like that. It's really Oh, not. no. <laughs> <laughs> because if no matter who gets the job of Miss New Hampshire in 2021, I will be so happy because every single woman who is sort of up for that job position has worked so hard and everybody is so dedicated to their social impact initiative. Uh, Everybody who's, who's going to that stage has worked so hard and we're all genuinely like sisters and have become such good friends. Heather, would you mind talking about some of the skills that you've been able to sharpen due to competing in this Miss New Hampshire um, local program? First and foremost, my confidence in myself has definitely uh, grown. Uh, Before I started in the program, I was definitely very down on myself. Um, I am not uh, a very uh, small uh, woman. I'm more (laughs) full-figured, and I I struggled with that. I, I didn't like going out on stage and I've been a dancer my whole life. Um, and I, I struggled with the way that I looked and it really started to get down on my confidence. And uh, when I won the title of Miss Manchester, uh, one of the judges ended up writing an article on her blog uh, about me and as well as my teen when we won. And she oh, had wow. mentioned, yeah, she and she had just mentioned about how she was so happy to see how the program was kind of shifting from not needing to have, uh, you know, size zero and two and how that wasn't what the program was about. And it really just made me realize how it really doesn't matter what I look like. It really doesn't matter as long as I continue to carry myself with the confidence that I have with my intellectual ability and the passion that I have with helping other people and my goals. And as long as I continue to be a healthy person, yes, that I will continue to do well. And so having that confidence in myself, this program has really pushed me to continue to build that. So I have found so much confidence within myself. I don't think that I would have had half the opportunities that I've had for myself without this program, just because I don't think that I would have been able to sort of open up my mouth and ask for them. I think that I would have really started shrinking into the background and just kept feeling really down on myself and not knowing what to do. So I really thank this program for helping me realize that I have value because I I am a smart woman and all women are smart women and Miss America. And I think really all pageants really value that. Um, And definitely public speaking skills and networking skills have really come out of, uh, again, the the local program, even starting there in the teen program, I started learning that very quickly. on stage questions will really make you think on your feet. Yes, ma'am. And even prepping for the on stage questions. Um, and speaking of prepping, Heather, um, in order to prepare to compete for Miss New Hampshire, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Heather, because you're you're in the state of New Hampshire, but I personally would not go to compete for Miss New Hampshire like the week of the state competition without having practice, without having rehearsing, rehearsed different things, without 
keeping up with the news, et cetera, <laughs> without going to the gym or, or whatever. So like, what are some of the things that you're doing in order to prep for the week to um, just give the judges the, the very best version of you and to represent yourself accordingly? Yeah, so I definitely have started keeping up more on the news. Uh, I started in the Miss program and I realized very quickly how important that was after my first Miss Local. <laughs> yes. So I have uh, started watching the news very often and become very active in that. Um, I've done a lot of mock interviews with uh, one-on-ones with my director, uh, as well as trying to find small mock panels wherever I can. Uh, interviews are so important. And I think sometimes interviews um, are underrated or people get so afraid of them, uh, but they're so important. Uh, even just day-to-day -day life outside of the program. Uh, in terms of talent, uh, I dance as often as I can in my home, especially with COVID. That's made going to dance studios a little bit more difficult. <laughs> uh, so I dance as often as I can in my home. Uh, and I've been doing at-home workouts because I'm not quite ready to go back to the gym just yet. So <laughs> I've been doing a lot of at-home workouts. And uh, I've really just been trying to build up the confidence in myself and just telling myself that Miss New Hampshire this year is really a growing experience for me. And it is about seeing, because this is my first time going to Miss New Hampshire. Okay, um, okay, wow. Yeah, uh, this is my very first Miss title within the program. So I, I'm very excited this time around and I'm very excited to go to the Miss New Hampshire stage for the first time. You know, I'm 18 years old, so I'm very young. Going You've got into, time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I'm going in knowing that I will have put all of my effort in and that I am giving them the very best version of me possible and that my goal is to make myself proud and make everybody who's helped me along the way very proud and to just keep improving. Well, Heather, share your thoughts on this for just a minute, because I know that I have some listeners who are about to go compete, whether it's a local state, maybe a national competition, and in the back of their minds, they're thinking, well, what if I don't win? So have you asked yourself, you know, what do I do if I don't win? And then would you mind sharing um, just a little bit of competition advice or maybe some advice that someone's given to you? Sure. There was one local in particular where I was really dead set. I wanted this title so bad. And that's not usually like me. Um, I'm very much when it's meant to happen, it'll happen. But this particular local, uh, I really wanted the title. Um, and then I woke up and everything that could go wrong for me that day went wrong. Um, I woke up late and I never woke up late. Uh, I forgot my dance and in 15 years dancing, I've never forgotten my dance. It was just one of those days. I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on for me? And then I, I sat down, I hadn't even turned 18 yet. I was still 17 and I was like, okay, Heather, you're 17 years old. And you need to realize you have so much more time in this program, first and foremost. And second of all, this was your best today. And it yes. probably wasn't, it's definitely not the best that you've ever done, but this was your best today. This wasn't the last local that you're ever going to compete in ever. And the best you can do is go out 
and try again. And as long as you move on from this and you grow from it, mm-hmm. that's the that's the most important thing. Because mm-hmm. winning a title can't be the absolute goal. It has to be a goal to move you forward in your future endeavors. That's good. That's good. So that's something that I really heavily focus on as well is just it has to be a goal, not the goal. And if that goal isn't achieved today, then we plan a new goal and we try to achieve that one. And then we just keep going. So. And Heather, sometimes it's just not meant to be for us. You know, we'll have our eyes set on winning a certain title and someone else wins it. But yet at the end of the day, it's exactly what you said. Did I do my best? What can I learn from this? And you, you know what? Uh, there's always another pageant tomorrow. There's always a, another competition tomorrow. And uh, Heather, I know some young women, um, they, do, they don't do well in a certain system. They will go switch to a different one and do the very first local competition that's offered within that system. And they'll win like a supreme title. Y'all, like it, sometimes things just happen or Heather, um, you know, sometimes it just depends on those judges judges preferences too i mean you can prep you can do everything in your power in order to just give it your all give it 100 percent. and at the end of the night the judges were just looking for different things but i i love how you said you know take it as a growth experience learn from it and that title needs to be a goal i think sometimes we get so caught up on winning a title where uh, we do come to a moment when we think, well, I should just give up or I should just quit because I didn't reach this one goal and my entire world is over. But we can just do like what you said, you know, you get up the next day and you just keep trying again. And at the end of the day, it, it's it's a lesson. You know, what did we learn from this experience? And got to keep pushing forward in the midst of obstacles, y'all. Oh, cool. Um, so Heather, I'm going to switch gears up for just a minute. So whenever you want Miss Manchester, um, did you win a certain prize package or any type of scholarship? I mean, what are what are the benefits of winning this local title? Uh, I did. I won uh, a scholarship money for this uh, title in particular. Uh, I won a thousand dollars from Miss Manchester, oh. and in total from uh, Miss New Hampshire Scholarship Program, uh, I earned around thirty five hundred scholarship uh, dollars from under two years in the MISS program. So I have about $2,000 in total, I think, of student loans at the moment. And that is about it. So your scholarship money is really going to put a dent in those student loans. That's amazing. Well, are you excited about getting all the scholarship money and then possibly getting more at the state program? I am so excited. It is that was really what pushed me into it. And I think that's what pushes a lot of people into it at first when they're a little hesitant about pageants is, well, there's the scholarship money. And then they really get into it and they're like, well, the scholarship money's a bonus. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely a huge bonus to know that not only am I able to give back to my community and grow my uh, professional skills, but at the end of the day, I'm also able to continue to pay for my college education. So yeah. that's been great. Sure. And there will be so many uh, different possibilities um, to try to win some scholarship money. I know that there are different things that um, 
the Miss New Hampshire program does and other states within the MAO organization they try to do in order to provide lots of opportunities for scholarships. And so I'm so excited to see how you're going to do at the Miss New Hampshire um, America Scholarship Program. Do y'all know yet if it's gonna be in person or not? Um, they are hoping, uh, but nothing is gonna be quite 100% set in stone till we get a little bit closer, but uh, they're really hoping for in person. <laughs> I would like to conclude by asking you my most favorite question that I try to ask all of my guests, and that is, do you have some type of motivational quote or a Bible verse that you tell yourself each and every day to stay motivated and encouraged? Uh, I do have a quote. Uh, it's an Albert Einstein quote. Um, and it is, the important thing in life is to never stop questioning. And I just try to remember that to encourage myself to keep learning and to try to keep growing my knowledge when I feel like when I feel like is enough is enough and that I've done enough, I try to keep going and kind of just keep growing myself and use that as inspiration to kind of keep pushing myself. So Absolutely, Heather. Well, thank you so much for appearing on Sash Sheds today. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Again, thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed my time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sash Says. Tune in for more engaging conversations soon. Until then, rain on.